breaking down all the plays and getting you in the action. We've got you covered all season long. Welcome to the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. Oh, that music gets me fired up here on the BCSN Nation podcast powered by, as always, Marco's Pizza, one of the, if not the best place for pizza in Toledo and across the globe. Yes, the 419 company is across the globe. I am Justin Feldkamp alongside Rhett Boyd. We are talking hoops. We are fully transitioned into the winter sports season. We had a little overlap there with football in the fall and basketball and other winter sports here in the winter, but we are now fully into hoop season. Rhett, what have you seen? What has surprised you or piqued your interest thus far when we're talking high school hoops? Well, I think when you look across the different leagues boys and girls you have you know very few one or two teams that maybe have some separation at the top where in the remaining part of the league where you have the the next five or six seven teams are all very similar graduation has hit a lot of the schools in this area really hard and so a lot of a lot of the teams are implementing new faces um, different roles that maybe they had a year ago new faces to varsity basketball in general and I said so while those teams like maybe like your third, second, third spot through eight in your respective leagues would be a tremendous amount of parity. The one and two slots, uh, there's kind of some separation there. I think that's what we've seen in the first couple weeks of the season. Okay. All right. So as always, we drop these new episodes each and every Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Wednesday at 3 o'clock. You can check it out on the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and uh, through the BCSN YouTube page as well. Just go to YouTube, search BCSN Nation podcast. Our video is posted there as well. And all of our social media channels, as you know, at BCSN on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube as well. So within uh, basketball, Red, we're going to break down, a, a go from league to league, conference to conference, and just highlight some of uh, what we've seen in the conference thus far, and specifically some Friday night matchups from this past week and how that can maybe give an indication of what to expect from the teams involved in those games for the rest of the season. So let's start in the Northern Lakes League. We had a game between Perrysburg and Northview. Northview has been one of the top contenders in the NLL in recent years. They've had some of the best players in our area. Sean Craig, for the past four years, you alluded to you know, a, a senior departures. That's, that's a key yeah. one I'm sure you're going to talk about here in just a second. But Perrysburg hammered Northview this past Friday. Yeah, the headline there, experience versus youth. Yeah. And then Perrysburg is one of those teams in the NLL where I think there is them. And then two through eight, there's a tremendous amount of parity due to the graduation hit yeah. that a lot of the teams took. And and in that ball game, it was 40 to nine at the half. And I think when you watched it right from the get-go, um, Perrysburg, the tempo and the speed of the game sped up Northview and made them play faster than what they wanted to play. It cost them turnovers. It cost Perrysburg to get out, get some easy passes, got them in a rhythm, and everybody then gets involved. Um, you know, so I think that's what you saw there. And another thing watching Perrysburg is now they are the hunted. Yeah. They're not the hunter anymore chasing Northview. They are now the hunt, the hunted. So how do you handle that? Because that's a whole different frame of mind and mindset. And I, and I think up to this point this year, um, they've handled that very well. Yeah, and uh, Matt Watkins played extremely well in that game. A lot of balanced scoring, yeah. from my estimation, for Perrysburg uh, this season. They got a lot of guys that they could rely upon. Um, I'm going to 
talk about two games in the track. I know I didn't list it here, but I do want to bring it up. Start with the Lima Senior at Whitmer game. Two of the title contenders within the Three Rivers Athletic Conference. And that was a battle and Whitmer controlled much of the game, but Whitmer was picked first, and, and they lived up to that billing. They were pretty solid on both ends of the floor. Yeah, they really were, and you know that this is the type of two teams that play the exact same style. It is 32 minutes. We take a, a phrase from Nolan Richardson, 32, 32 minutes, minutes of hell. hell. Yep. Um, both teams are going to press you end line to end line for 32 straight minutes, and if you blink or exhale at all, Bam, there goes a 6-0 run on you in a hurry. So you could go from up to, you know, down four real quick in that ball game. But I think Whitmer was able to get out early. They got that 8-10 point lead. And, you know, Lima gets a couple of buckets down to four, down the two. But then Whitmer always was able to get it back to 10. Yeah. And, and in, in that ball game, they even pushed it up, I believe, to 18. And yep. then Antoine West went out with what we were told was cramps, cramping issues in his, in his legs. Lima makes a run, but then Whitmer had some guys really step up in that ball game that maybe a lot of people had not heard of. Yeah, um, guys off the bench, just like Sam Just came in, hit some big free throws. They went took that from about eight back to twelve. Just kind of kept that that arm's length separation, um, and they were able to pull it out at home. It was a great game, very exciting to watch. Yeah, and, and can't wait for round two. I think in late January, I think Whitmer goes down to Lima. Speaking of that, you stole the line right out of my mouth there. (laughs) January 31st on a Tuesday night on the road. Whitmer on the road down towards Lima Senior. But the final score this past Friday, 83-65. So uh, a very, in in my indication, a statement type of victory early on in the season. You know, no matter if you get a conference win in early December or early February, it it doesn't matter. They got the same. So uh, they got getting much-needed victory. I will say, in that game, just to finish that one off, is Derek Jaynes of Whitmer. Yeah, your pick on the uh, yeah, Game Day Nation yeah. uh, Player of the Week, yeah. All, all, all he's done is go 25 against South, or 26 against Southview in Game 1, 25 against Lima in Game 2, so he's off to a great start. Yeah. A guy that got a lot of starting experience a season ago, but really has elevated his game from last year to this year as well. The other game I wanted to mention in the track, Finley coming yeah. back at St. John. So on the road, two teams that we're trying to figure out, talking about the senior departures, uh, a number of players from Finley's roster and St. John's roster no longer a part of the program. They've gone on to college. Uh, but with Finley coming back in, in a, a big win Thanks to one key player who led that charge. Yeah, Jake Bishop, a uh, guy that was he averaged 18 points a game last year. Was you know him and his counterpart Max Roth also averaged 18 points a game. But when, but when Max Roth leaves the graduation, all the attention now goes to Jake Bishop. How does he handle that, being the lead guy rather than the second guy? Uh, well, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> 29 uh, on Friday against St. John's, and that was a, that was a tough game to figure out because. You know, we're watching that game in Game Day Nation. In the studio, yeah. We're watching it, and St. John jumps out 12-1. to Yeah. And they total control of the game. And then all of a sudden, in the second quarter, Finley started pounding the offensive glass. Second and third chance opportunities. Didn't, weren't able to get all the way back. But a 10-point point deficit went down to about four or five. I think it was like maybe six at the half. And it just kind of hung around there. Yep. And even we, we were watching the game, and then all of a sudden – Four minutes left. St. John's gets an and one, goes up five. You know, it's at St. John's. The place is rocking. We turn our heads for two minutes. Yeah. We come back. They're down five. Right. Heck of a run. Jake Bishop got hot. At any time an elite score gets hot, right. sometimes it it doesn't matter what you do. It's, it's a hard it's a hard animal to stop. Yeah. Just keep feeding him. Yeah. And he was able to. Obviously, he's a great three point shooter. A uh, great lefty stroke. 
I uh, was able to penetrate two, finish you some contact on the inside, and um, and then they just got some timely free throws down the stretch and came away with a big victory. And you know, even watching the game, I don't think anybody saw it coming. Yeah, and Max Roth, you mentioned him. He was a first team All BCSN, so top five in our area performer. So definitely some big shoes to fill. And Jake Bishop is doing admirably at that. Since that game, St. John's lost on the road at Lakewood St. Ed, so they have beaten. Gilmore Academy, they beat Woodward, but then lost to Finley, lost to St. Ed's. They got a big game this coming Friday against Central Catholic. That game is at Central Catholic. And those of uh, sports fans in our area know that Central Catholic pushed some of its boys' basketball games down away from the start of the season because a lot of their players are football players. The football team, of course, won the state title just this past week. So uh, they pushed some of their games, but that game against St. John's December 16th is still on. So that's another matchup that we'll be looking forward to, talking about figuring out components of certain players. Central without Chico Johnson and at least possibly the entirety of the season. Maybe February he could come back from his uh, ACL knee injury. But uh, a lot of question marks surrounding Central Catholic, a, a team that's done very well reaching the regionals the past two seasons. Yeah, and I think those two teams, along with Finley, makes the track on the boys' side the deepest league I think that we're going to see you know, this season. Because I do think St. John's, they have an elite scorer, C.J. Hornbeak, as yep. we all know. Um, they got a lot some younger guys around them now that are in different roles and asked to do more this year. So that's going to take some time. I thought going to St. Ed's the very next night, playing to a 10-point game, it was pretty impressive. So Mike Schoen does a great job, and I think you'll see that team continue to get better. But like you said, it was central. Again, to me, nice core coming back, minus Chico Johnson. But Kai Leach, the freshman last year, was outstanding. Isaiah Brenneman's gotten a lot of experience the last two years at the varsity level. Um, And they have Bishop, the Bishop kid played football. He's back. He's going to take some time to get his legs underneath him a little bit. Taiwan Clark. You know, yep. also. So I think they have a nice core back. Yep. It takes some time to get their legs underneath them. But I think those two teams in particular, you'll see them evolve and get better and better and play their best basketball in January and February. And that's exactly what St. John's did last year. Mm-hmm. They, they yeah. progressively got better and better and went on a little tournament run there. Uh, in the City League, we saw Scott. You're talking about a comeback for uh, Finley and then getting a win at St. John's. Scott was down at Rogers for a good chunk of that ball game yeah. and then came back. Start is the preseason pick to win the city league but scott and rogers could be vying for that possibly give matt wortham and the spartans a run for their money uh but scott got a win on the road at rogers they did and they again you're right you said it they were down for the majority of that ball game but i think the difference end of the third and all of the fourth quarter the difference for me watching that game was scott uh, is shot selection and where you're getting your shots from i think for scott they they spent a large part of the end of the third and, and the fourth quarter in the paint. Yep. You know, whether it was it was dribble penetration or getting on the offensive glass for second chance opportunities and getting to the free throw line. That's where they made their living and really made their comeback. Rogers, they were more perimeter oriented during that time, did not shoot well, and that, that kept they gave Scott some life and they were able to, to get a big road win. Yeah, Scott has gotten six games under their belt already. They're off to a three and three start. Uh, they followed up their uh, win against Rodgers with a loss to Pinkerington North, a team out of the Columbus area who's typically pretty good. So they, Scott lost 58-44 to 44 there. Uh, but it could be a, a very competitive city league. We'll see if start stands out. But when you can win on the road 
in any environment and, and steal that win and then play that same team at home the next time around, you can kind of double those wins up. Absolutely. You can win, win them at home and steal a couple on the road, and you're in good shape. Yep. All right, let's move to the TAC. We had Toledo Christian winning over Ottawa Hills. That game was on Saturday, so for those high school basketball fans in the TAC, the girls play on Fridays in December, and then in January and February, the boys' teams play on Friday night. So we saw Toledo Christian take down Ottawa Hills on a Saturday game. And Toledo Christian has been a team, uh, and Ottawa Hills as, as well. That's what one thing I really do like about the TAC is it is somewhat of a rotation of different teams and programming programs rising to the top. We saw Jamie Ketchmerick when he was the head coach at Cardinal Stritch has since departed and taken over at, at St. Francis. But when Ketchmerick was at Cardinal Stritch, Stritch was arguably the team to beat, but they had some battles against Toledo Christian and coach uh, Dave McWinney, who has since departed as well. But uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see Emmanuel Christian, of course, with Jerry Easter Jr. and a number of other top-tier prospects at Emmanuel Christian, the team uh, that most people think has the top shot to do it in the tack. But uh, Toledo Christian, Ottawa Hills, they'll, they'll have a say in it as well. Absolutely. That, to me, they're, they're the, the big four you know, in that league. And Emmanuel Christian's already got a big win over, a convincing win over Toledo Christian uh, earlier. Um, Toledo Christian comes back. They beat Ottawa Hills. That, that's a track yeah. or that's a tack, right? That's, yeah, that's just what they do. They beat, they pound on each other. Yep. Um, I think Cardinal Stretch is the one team I think that matches up from position to position. They match up the best with an Emmanuel Christian, um, maybe compared to Toledo Christian and Ottawa Hills, just from a matchup perspective. And that's a team that a lot of people forgot about last year until January, when all of a sudden they're right there at the top. Um, you know, of the tech competing for a championship, and uh, Coach Harris has done a great job with them, and I think they'll continue to um, be at the upper level of the conference. And, and I think, I said, from a matchup perspective, I think they match up the best with with Emmanuel Christian. Yeah, and Cardinal Stritch is at Emmanuel Christian on Saturday. That game can be seen live on BCSN and the BCSN Now app this coming Saturday, December seventeenth. So you want to check that one out. Uh, Emmanuel Christian, do yourself a favor, get out there and check out Jerry Easter Jr. He's one of the top prospects in the entire country, let alone our area. He had a, a injury last year that prohibited a lot of people from seeing his talents. Um, but uh, yeah, he is definitely worthwhile, worth the worth the price of admission. Yeah, he had thirty four against two. Christian in that big win there so he can put up you know he can put up the points and bunches quickly all right let's get to the question of the week it's time for the BCSN Nation podcast question of the week send us your question on Twitter Instagram or Facebook using the at BCSN sports and hashtag BCSN podcast all right, Rhett, the question of the week give me two answers which boys team and girls team is off to the best early season start I think on the on the girls' side, uh, I think Central Catholic had a big win over Fremont to really give them the edge in the track at this point. And I also yep. think Springfield beating Anthony Wayne on the girls' side yep. uh, last week, a game I was able to see in, in person, um, really gets them the leg up in the NLL too because I think it's again those are two leagues to where um, you know there's your top two or three teams and everybody else type thing until people can figure out yep. you know, the the new faces in their program. So they, they I think both those teams uh, have gotten off the great starts on that side. Um, and Toledo Christian girls too. I know not that 
I think they're going to have a hard time being tested in the tack. But then they went outside. You know, they got a win over Margareta. It's, yep. a, it's, a, it's a huge win in a non-conference. And then Ottawa Glandorf the other night, they got a big win. So, you know, Coach Wenson goes out and tries to build that non-conference schedule yes. to prepare them. Uh, those, are the, those are the two, the first two on the schedule, and they were able to come up with victories in that. So that gives them a lot of confidence moving forward. I think they got Anthony Wayne coming up um, here shortly. Uh, the, the, We'll get a chance to play them. Yeah, that's, that's good. Three, basically three answers there on the girls' side. A lot of teams that have, have shown what they're worth initially, and then that Toledo Christian team, they've perpetually kind of been knocking on the door to try to get to a state tournament. They've gotten into the regionals a couple times, but just run into uh, some more top-flight Division four programs. But uh, with Kendall Braden, uh, she's one of the most fun, electrifying girls basketball players in our area. Just her basketball IQ off the charts, ability to make the right play at the right time. It's not like, hey, give me the ball, I'm shooting every single time. When the shot is there, she'll take it. When her teammate is open she'll provide it she gets out in transition plays good defense uh, she has been handles a, it versus pressure yeah she has been worth uh that d1 offers that she has got from a variety of mid-american level and above conferences she does like you said in, in her instincts she has basketball instincts that you just can't teach sometimes you can see it happen in a game and and then go back to it as a teaching point but yeah. she she checks those boxes initially um to you know and then the fact that she can she can score it from inside, outside, handle it, facilitate it. Uh, she, she's a tough matchup. And what that does, that allows, like, Mackenzie Royal Davis, yeah. who had a big game the other night mm-hmm. um, in, in their victory, it allows her to kind of get some one-on-one situations inside, especially when you put them on the same side of the floor. Yeah. It's hard to double, you know, it's hard, if you double Braden, she's one-on-one and, or vice versa. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big-time one-two punch. Gotcha. All right, well, Charlie, boys side, what are you thinking on that side for the best early season start? Well, I, th- I think Perrysburg. We talked about the NLL. Okay. Them beating Northview, I think it was picked in the you know, second or third in that league coming in. You know, yep. That's got out to a great start. It was a convincing win uh, at home. I think they have a good start in Whitmer. I think you get Lima. You know, those two teams have battled each other tooth and nail last year. You know, Whitmer won a close one at home, lost in overtime on the road. Two great matchups. And then Whitmer gets the uh, best of Lima this past week. I think they, in the track, um, you know, that was the initial statement win, you know, in that conference, along with that Finley uh, St. John's win. Yep, so uh, those two teams are playing each other uh, this week. We are taping this on a Monday. It debuts on a Wednesday, so that Anthony, or excuse me, the Perrysburg game at Whitmer is on a Tuesday night, so we'll possibly revisit that next week on the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. But Perrysburg off to a 4-1 and one start. Their lone loss came in a uh, classic-style tournament around Thanksgiving when they beat Beaver Creek but then lost to Newark. Yeah, that's going to be... And I had that game last year when these two teams played. Whitmer wants to press end line to end line. Perrysburg handled that pressure extremely well last year. Got a yep. lot of layups in the back end uh, and, and won convincingly. So we'll see uh, how that plays out uh, tomorrow night. Two experienced teams going at each other. It'll be, be a lot of fun. Yeah, with Anthony Stacy and Dave Boyce, two great coaches, two well-trained basketball minds. They do. And, and I think what they do is they, they, take, they take the personnel that they have and they establish a game plan offensively and defensively that fits the skill sets of their respective players. They're not trying to jam square pegs into round holes. And I think that's why you see their teams at the top of the conferences uh, year in and year out. All right, so we'll see if Perrysburg and Whitmer can 
continue on, not just have a great early season start, but a great season going forward in the next few months. Uh, let's go around the list of games that you can check out on the BCSN Now app over the next few days. Wednesday, girls hoops, Bowser at Rogers. We also, on Thursday, have three girls games. Northview at Perrysburg, Finley at St. Ursula, Notre Dame taking on Whitmer, and then Friday, Rhett and Dion will be alongside Joel. Uh, Friday, December 16th, inside the studio for Game Day Nation on BCSN and Game Day Nation Overtime. So from 7 to 10.30, you can check out Rhett. And then we will have our Game of the Week live on BCSN, too. That'll be Finley at Whitmer. Then we have St. John Central Catholic, Eastwood at Rossford, Start at Woodward, Perrysburg at Anthony Wayne, Southview at Bowling Green, St. Francis taking on Fremont Ross. And then Saturday, we have Lords at home, taking on Rio Grande at three. Then we have that stretch Emmanuel Christian game that we alluded to earlier in the podcast, and we also have a hockey game, Bowling Green taking on Anthony Wayne from BGSU at 8 o'clock on Saturday. But, Brett, finishing up here on the uh, BCSN Nation podcast, powered by Marco's Pizza, the Friday, December 16th lineup. What matchup are you looking forward to the most with that one? I'm looking forward to seeing St. John's and Central Catholic, you know, yep. go at it, kind of you know, jostling for position there in the upper half of the conference. I think Finley off an emotional win, a big-time win on the road. How do they go on the road again to, to obviously a very good Whitmer team? Uh, but in the NBC, Eastwood at Rossford. Yeah, that, that was mine. Because going – Eastwood dropped the game to Genoa. Uh, this past week. So they're coming, you know, they got a little chip on their shoulder going against Rossford, who lost their first game of the year, then ran off four in a row. Yep. So I think that's uh, uh, that's a matchup last year that Rossford was up big and Eastwood came back and stole one on the road. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, with Rossford, I'm just looking forward to seeing Derek Vorst. I know he was a choice in the Game Day Nation mm-hmm. for Player of the Week. And you know, being in the NBC, you're going to see some height-wise, some smaller players compared to the, the track or city league where we got some you know 6'5 and taller type of players. But Derek Force, an Indiana State Sycamore commit, uh, he just looked a man amongst boys when they were taking on Lake this past uh, Friday on BCSN. But this Eastwood will be a better, bigger challenge. The three teams predicted order to finish at the top for the Northern Buckeye Conference were Rossford, Genoa, and, and Eastwood. Those are the top three teams, and you can mix and match them however you see fit. But um, with, with Derek Force, I just want to see a complete season out of him because he has had the injury bug, had some knee uh, ailments, uh, and really uh, talking to his coach and dad, those injuries may have precluded him from getting some maybe higher major offers uh you know no no shade at indiana state by any means but uh, he could have he was he was visiting purdue i think he visited indiana as well but i'd just like to see him play an entire season a full resume profile for him here in his senior year with the bulldogs i I agree because he's a lot of fun to watch he is he is a he plays with with a high motor yeah He's, he'll challenge shots in the perimeter. Yeah. He's trying to block shots inside. He, you know, he's a, he's a quick leaper off the floor. Yeah. You know, alley oops, or you know, even just drop step two hand two hand dunks off two feet. Um, but he's developed his footwork inside. It's really good for a yeah. big guy. He's nimble. Yeah. He can move and he can move laterally. So yeah, you're right. For, for any kid, you want to see him be healthy and really kind of, you know, try to push that ceiling as high as possible. Yeah, and you know coaches on the opposing side are going to key on him in some form or fashion, but I was watching the first part of that game, and I'm like, 
get Derek Morse the ball. <laughs> they were, just, were not getting him touches really anywhere, whether it was on the perimeter or in the paint. And then they finally did and, and worked some plays towards him. And then he went off. I think, did he have 22 yeah, points, 22, maybe something like yeah, that? Yep. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be an exciting player to watch, possibly a first-team all-BCSN candidate as we approach the months of January, February, and then March. Yeah, I agree 100%. And there's a sneaky good game. On Friday night, now there's St. Francis at Fremont. Yeah, and I, I got a chance to see St. Francis in their foundation game against Southview a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's a much improved team with the backcourt of, of Jameson Heck and, and Soroka, but they got, they're really athletic on the wings and on the inside. Much improved from a season ago. Going against Fremont with Aiden Carter, the yep. tracks returning leading scorer. Score. Yep, he had thirty the other night. Yep. Uh, you know, in their win, so that, that's a sneaky good game there. I'm curious to see how that one plays out. All right. We are out of time here on the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. I am Justin. He is Red. Wednesdays at 3 o'clock each and every week, dropping a new episode. Thank you for watching and or listening. We will see you next time here on BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza.